Moncrief on News Talk. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. Marie, good afternoon to you. Good afternoon, Sean. Lashing up here. <laughs> well, it's not down here in Limerick. It's actually a lovely day. Um, bright and really bright, bright skies, uh, blue skies, lots of clouds as well. But it's warm and the grass has grown and there's nobody giving out. Right. OK, well, that's 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 very nice. Yeah, it must be said. Actually, today I was today it struck me today was the first day where it rained exactly when the Met Aaron uh, uh, app said it would. Uh, well, it's, there it's you been go. kind of slightly off uh, over the last two weeks. But. Yeah, well, I, 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 I don't know. Well, we're here, we're exposed to the West Coast, we're exposed to the Atlantic. So when the weather is coming in, it's weather that we get. <laughs> it doesn't, uh, you know, it, it has nowhere to go except over the Kerry Hills and up into West Limerick. But I'll tell you, while the farmers aren't giving out about prices too much at the moment or the amount of grass that's grown or the amount of rain that's fallen, what they're real concerned about is the new common agricultural policy. And um, it's a big issue um, and people are trying to understand what it means for their own farm. Now, the common agricultural policy, as people might know, is one of the core policies of the EU. It was there from the very beginning when it was the EEC and we needed a safe, secure supply of food because people kind of forget that right up to the mid-1950s, there was food rationing across Europe. So the cap was the driver of change and growth in a really small EEC at the time. And it saw the demise of millions of farms as the drive was to scale up and shape up or ship out, basically. And that's certainly the way farmers saw it at the time. And by the 80s, farmers had responded so successfully that we ended up having to put milk quotas in place and they stayed there for a generation. So... um, Apart from kind of making sure we had safe food, over the last 20, 25 years, there's been a big effort to um, integrate the millions of tiny farms in Eastern Europe into the common you know, policy. And, and that's been with mixed results. It's very hard when you compare a farmer with maybe two cows or four goats or a dozen sheep to somebody who's, you know, milking 200 cows in another part of Europe. So, you know, mixed results there. And the latest incarnations of the Common Agriculture pa- Policy, which runs for about seven years at a time, each programme, um, has been the trend towards sustainability and protection of the environment. And the environment is absolutely centre stage. So at the minute, there's, um, well, last night, tonight and tomorrow night, there's um, this uh, interaction with farmers about how they feel these um, negotiations are going or these proposals are. And the idea is that there were going to be town hall meetings, as in like they call them in America, the town mm-hmm. hall meetings. Now, they're, they're actually webinars. And the idea was that they'd get the views of farmers from the, um, you know, at the webinars. And last night, over 700 turned up for the first one of them. And um, uh, to say now it was a bit of a chaotic meeting, I think, would be an understatement. Um they were not like town hall meetings. They were basically webinars where the department officials spoke and the farmers were muted. So I can imagine the joy of some department of uh, agriculture staff when they're able to put all these farmers, 700 of them, on mute and they can't answer back or they can't <laughs> shout it up. Can you imagine having that kind of control? Um so anyway, uh, the, this consultation period is going on until August. So um, these three webinars are a big part of it. Now, Katrina Morrissey from the Farmers Journal was at the or was took part, was at the one last night, 
and um, and they really weren't happy. The IFA president, Tim Cunanan, described the event as a farce with no opportunity for genuine consultation. And the deputy president, Brian Rush, described it as a joke, completely unsatisfactory and nothing more than a box-taking exercise by the department. So it seems that the only questions that could be put to the panel of experts were written questions. And these were um, hidden in a private chat function so that only the questioner could see the answer to the the question and the answer to it. So, I mean, that wasn't any good. You know, they, they literally were just told stuff. They weren't able to participate. Now, I understand late this afternoon there is a move on the, by the department to change the way these meetings, these um, town hall meetings are going to work. But the IFA want the whole thing to be extended by a couple of weeks. That's the other thing. The whole information process and the proposals and everything has to be done and dusted by the 31st of August. So they want extra time. And uh, Minister McConnellock, Charlie McConnellock, says he'll do everything he can to hear what farmers have to say. But basically, um, they didn't get on well last night. Farmers are very unhappy with what happened. Uh, they're none the wiser and they want, it's supposed to be a, a, a communication, cross-communication. And that's certainly what it hasn't been by the sounds of things. So hopefully now there will be changes in tonight's format. And um, if you want to get onto that webinar, now bear in mind there was over 700 people on it last night. It starts at 7pm and if you go into the Department of Agriculture website, Cap Reform Town Hall, um, it'll give you a link to the to how to, to register. Um, uh, anyway, most people are well able to get into these things. Mm. So it's the government.ie website and it's Cap Reform Town Hall. Right. Should get the link there. And, and, and for, and for all these frustrated farmers, Mairead, what would be like the top one or two issues? Well, they, I mean, there's an issue over the suckler cow. Will the numbers be reduced or not? Um, there's an issue over... Um, machinery and you know ex- uh, for dairy farmers and any supports for for that, um, and it's it's all then the environmental issues and regarding fertilizer, regarding um, farmyard manure, a slurry, all of that. Everybody wants to see what the impact will be on their farms. So I mean, there's absolutely the the Farmers Journal um, and you know Farming Independent, all of them have pages and pages of stuff here. You know, you couldn't really get to the end of it. There's Mm. so much in it. Because these programmes only come around every seven years and they form the policy for that next seven-year period. So we can take it for definite that, you know, sustainability and environment are the key drivers of this particular um, common agricultural policy uh, programme and will be for the next seven years. So, you know, I won't say they've been tinkering around the edges with it in the past, and certainly um, environment has been very much on the, on the agenda with, say, the likes of reps being very successful. Um, but now it's it's really core and centre to the whole thing. So, you know, there are impacts there, maybe mm. if you're a large scale farmer and maybe positive impacts if you're in organics or if you're smaller scale and, you know, you, you're you're not kind of doing the drive that was there for so many years, which was the extra cow to the acre. Yeah. Um, so anyway, yeah, a l- lot going on. And then, of course, a bit like, you know, I suppose, you know, things that could happen to you. Um, 
not everyone is going to be the same. There's no, it's not like all the French teachers in Ireland are, you know, getting a pay increase or something like that. Every farmer is different. Every single situation is different. There literally is no two alike. So everybody will uh, have to get their own information and they own their own, the, the implications for their own farm and their own setup. Right. So, and this sounds like a, a kind of a Wild West thing, but uh, cattle rustling uh, is still an issue. Well, I suppose that's what it's called. Yeah, it's still an issue. Um, every year you have about a thousand cattle and we're well on target for that at this year. We, we've over, I think it's 546 cattle have been reported as missing or stolen on Irish farms. And um, Wicklow actually had the highest number of individual thefts um, at nine, followed by Limerick and Kildare. But the biggest number of stolen animals were in Limerick, 135, followed by Mead on 99, Leash and Kerry on 51 each. Now, this, these honours used to go to the border counties, but not so much anymore. And one of the things that I thought was surprising, given the size of Cork and the number of animals that are living in that county, um, there was only 14 animals went missing in the whole of that county. And the counties up to a week ago with the lowest um number of uh, missing animals or stolen were Kilkenny and Sligo with one each and none in Wexford and Offaly. Um, but Kilkenny got knocked off the situation when 36 calves were stolen off a farm near Three Castles there last Friday morning, they reckon. Well, they knew they were missing last Friday morning. And they're a mix of Frisian heifer calves and Angus Cross calves. That doesn't mean they're, they're uh, you know, bullies or anything like that. It just means <laughs> they're crossed with um, a different breed of animals. So Angus crosses. Valuable little um, flock, or not a flock, herd. And the the Gardaí are very anxious to hear about them. And farmers are being asked if they're being presented with, you know, animals for sale or whatever. And they're anyway suspicious to contact the Gardaí in Kilkenny at 56 777 5000. But are, are, cattle, are they not chipped? Are they not traceable? Is it, they are, is it, yes. And these little calves certainly would be, and there's no way they're going to be slaughtered or anything like that, to the best of my knowledge. Um, yeah, but all you need is one bad apple in a, in a barrel of 123,000, and you know, you have a problem. And, um, but it, it's, uh, you know, it's interesting that there was a county with nothing missing or missing or stolen. Uh, and there is a kind of a distinction. You, if you can't prove that they were stolen um, or, you, you know, they're missing and stolen, they're not necessarily all stolen. Um, but, you know, Kilkenny, there's 36 in, or, you know, in, um, in, in, in one, one day that literally go missing. Yeah. So uh, tell us about the Rural Social Scheme. Yeah, great little scheme. Um, it's farmers who, you know, are in low, low incomes and um, they can sign into this scheme uh, for 19 and a half hours a week and get a weekly payment of 225.50. There's about 3,000 small scale farmers, you know, who have very low incomes who are involved and the, the maximum time they can spend on the scheme is six years. But these are the, the, the women and the men who are helping out tidy towns committees, you know, and even villages now where there's no tidy towns committee. And they're doing an awful lot of the work, you know, to keep the place tidy, to keep, you know, you know, grass cut and everything just, you know, nice and ship shape. And uh, so they're, they're basically the, the Committee on Social Protection, Community and Rural Development has recommended that the, the time limit of six years be dropped. They say it's not a job activation program. I mean, a lot of these people are in their 50s and 60s 
and um, but it makes sure that really good necessary work is done in the community gets done and they also want not alone do they want to hold it and keep everybody on it they want an extra thousand places for uh, villages across the country so I think you know it's it's a it's a good scheme and people are treated decently on it and in turn you know they they keep villages and and small parts of the country nice and nice and tidy and um and you know that that's nice when you go into a place that the, the, there's a look of care about it yeah indeed and, um, and you know these people are very involved in doing that Marie thanks a million uh, as ever uh, lovely to talk to you Marie Delavery there you are listening to the Moncrief show on News Talk we're going to take a break after that the controversy over a Gwale skull in Belfast Moncrief on News Talk brought to you by Avant Money think you're getting the best value from your bank Think again.